Yay! We're back. Welcome to the 119th episode of the Invincibly Supermassive Comic Book Podcast of Stuff. I'm Tony Guerrero. Matt Alfring is here. Howdy! We're back. Four months. Told ya. We said, we're here. Said we'd be back. So we're, we're going to tr- try this out, um, see how long we can keep this up. And um, I th- I, you, you probably discovered this in a regular Comic Vine feed, so we'll, we'll see how that goes if, if there's an outrage or embracement of that. Uh, for those listening, if this is the first time, this is basically our other podcast where we just talk about anything. Sometimes we have guests on. Most of the time we just talk about the gobs and gobs of comic television book, yeah tv shows sometimes movies or trailers or stuff that w- we would love to talk about on a regular podcast but since that one's already jam-packed at like two and a half hours yeah so this is our chance just to get more in depth on stuff so for the most most part for the majority of the part or the time whatever i'm trying to say we'll probably be talking about just the tons of tv shows out there and just Sharing our thoughts, going into it, you know, maybe touching on some news. We'll still do news on the other podcasts and and just go into it. There's going to be spoilers. And the way this is going to work, we're, we're, I think we'll be recording these on Fridays. Okay. I'm not sure when does these will be going up. Maybe Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So that way you'll have a little bit of a buffer. So, like, you know, we're not going to talk about this week's, this um I don't even know what episode it is of Walking Dead or mm-hmm. or this week's Gotham or all that. But we'll talk about last week. So that way, if you, you know, you just watch it on your DVR, you just got caught up. Now you can listen. And then next week, if we do one next week, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, we'll talk about this week's show. I think that. Oh, I won't be. A, uh. Yeah, you're, you're, you have to do it. You have to go out of town. I got to go out of town. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, I. I could do it on my own, which I don't know how people... I've done it before. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe have someone on. We'll see. Um, so just <laughs> jumping into it, you had a chance to... Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of go sort of stick to the, the calendar week. Uh, so I'm going to start with Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, my favorite. Uh, so, was it my favorite thing this week? So I don't know. Started, uh, premiered on Stars on Halloween night. It, it was great. I mean... Uh, I mean, well, it had Sam Raimi directing it, which I think he only did the pilot episode. He's only doing the pilot episode. I think he made maybe a couple. Yeah, but it it just it felt so right is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. There, there is there are some parts. Oh, the CGI is the worst. Well, I mean, they they did a mix, and and it's like they've updated it, but they've also included some of you know the the practical effects as well. So they're they're modernizing it but they're not saying hey we could do all this cool stuff. They're like no, let's still do a lot of this cheesy stuff that you know that's how we started out, off with. And mm-hmm. and like actually I think it's the second episode um which you haven't seen yet. Um No, I have not. But peop- some people have. But I mean there's there's one point where there's just like a, a fountain of blood coming out. It's like that would not happen. I mean, yeah, it's a deadite so maybe it's a little different, but just like, I guess going back a little bit, so Evil Dead, the first one, I think it was like 1977 or something like that, it, it came out. And then Evil Dead 2 came out, kind of the same story, but mm. but less, you know, there's less people. It was just Ash and his girlfriend. But it was, it was they took all those things that were ridiculous about one and kind of turned it up to 11, yeah. essentially. Yeah, they, they, they did away with like the, the tree, the tree, mm. <laughs> tree scene. Uh, but but then what's, what's interesting is because then Evil Dead 2 
led into Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, he goes back in time and, and does all this stuff. Did you know originally, supposedly, I think, that the evil Army of Darkness was going to be called Medieval Dead? Yes. It's like, I think that would have been a cool name. But I, I guess I can kind of see, you know, it's all about marketing and maybe they're like, oh, Medieval Dead. I don't know. People want to see that. So we had that. And then that was about it. You know, we had video games. We had, you know, comics. Some of the comics were, were okay. Some One of the video games was really, really good. I think that was the one for Xbox, like regular Xbox, not 360 or 720. I tried doing the PlayStation one and it was just like, ugh. And I, I remember Bruce Campbell even, he did the voice of Pitfall yeah. Harry in, in, in an Activision, like 3D Pitfall game. And mm. it was with, with it was weird because... And, uh, you know, Pitfall from Atari 2600, you know, there wasn't really talking. He had Bruce Campbell. So anyways, when the reboot came out, which I still haven't seen, I think it was out like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw that, it was it seemed more serious. You know, Sam Raimi was still involved. All that, and I was just like, it, that's it. It's done. You know, we're not going to see Bruce Campbell back. You know, mm-hmm. they're, we're starting it over. That's it. Uh, but then, no, they came back. So shows shows really good. Surprisingly uh, good. Yeah, I I had a, a big grin on my, on my face the whole time, except for the part where someone's about to get something, or like someone gets stabbed <laughs> in the hand. So so vague. <laughs> well, because since I, I I've, I've so I, I got to see the first two episodes early. I got a screen yeah. for those two. So I, I I've watched them both twice. I think only twice. So it's like you know trying to sort out which is which. Mm-hmm. So like like in the first one, you know. Someone gets stabbed in the hand with a pair of scissors, which, you know, that was kind of, uh, yeah. And then second episode, something with an eye, and you'll be like, Ugh. oh, I hate, I can't deal with eye stuff. No, I so can't. Just you wait. So it, it's great. The only thing I would say, you know, I'm not a prude or anything like that. But yeah, you are. But the whole, the, <laughs> you say I'm not a prude quite a bit. I'm not a prude, but I play one on on the the podcast. <laughs> The the whole opening, you know, the the intro to the first episode when Ash goes in the bathroom mm-hmm. and has oh his, he's just and he's just like hammering away at that lady. Yeah, it's like I, I guess the thing is because you know that's never been in any of the movies. You know, no, always, but always, he's but he's kind of had like a fall from grace. Like he's like a scummy old not old man, but like he's a scummy dude now. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they're, you know they're trying to show where he, you know he's still in the small town. He's going, you know, he's still kind of full of himself, even though you know he he obviously he gets where he's at and what, you know, all that. But it was just like, it just felt out of place from the others. Although I guess in the first movie, you know, you have a woman getting attacked by a tree, but, but other than that, I mean, it was great. I love the cast. I, I, you know, as, as much as I love Bruce Campbell and I think he could carry the show on his own, mm-hmm. it's great having Pablo and Kelly. Yeah. Cause you know, it yeah. adds to, and, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're new to this. And, and like uh, Lucy Lawless said at New York, you know, they're the ones that, you know, they're like, oh, cover us in blood. You know, we want that. And, and they're like, you can you can have it all. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they get covered with, with the blood. Yeah. See, I, there's so much I want to say, but it's, I just I'm I, a lot of like the second episodes, like because the second episode basically picks up where the first one left off, as yeah. you would expect. The nice thing about the the 30 minute format and the first episode was a little bit longer. And um, the second one, I think, is like just under 27 minutes. But the nice thing is, you know, each episode, at least based off the first two, each episode is kind of self-contained. You know, it, it tells that part of the story, but there is this big, ob- obvious, you know, overarching story arc, you know, storyline that, that's going on. So mm-hmm. I, I think it works that way. And also because 
some of the jokes are a little, eh, you know, and are, they're, yeah, they're a little, sometimes they miss. Yeah. So if it was too, too long, you know, if it was an hour or longer, then there might be, you know, too much groaning going on. But, and I think in this half hour format, it really works where you can get these like, oof, that one was, was kind of bad. And, and that way it, it doesn't feel too repetitive if, if it, you know, if it was too much of the same thing. Yeah. So. So I, I was happy. Yeah, I, I I can't wait for this show. And and of course, you know, it's it's been renewed for second season already. I think it's, the first season is only ten episodes. So it's ten half hour episodes. That kind of bums me out. It's half an hour. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, and the other thing, ten half hour episodes is better than zero anything. Yeah, I'm I'm really really excited about that. Going into Walking Dead. Uh, best episode of the season, probably best episode of the whole series. So this one focused on Morgan. I, when I saw your review, because I, I watched it Monday morning, and I was, I was like, wow, you, I was like, it's like, ah, Morgan, he's like, uh, you know, I, I'm not that keen on it. Especially lately, he's like, I don't kill anyone. Uh, all this stuff. It's like, just whatever, dude. And and I was always kind of bummed that his kid didn't make it and make another appearance. Because I, I mm-hmm. met met his kid. At um at Long Beach Comic uh, Convention, I uh-huh. I did an interview with him before, and then at I think it might I don't know if it was like the second Long Beach or something like that. But then he like w- he recognized me and like like hey, and then so we, we talked a little bit. And he was he was he was a short kid back then. I don't I have no idea what he looks like. I'm now. sure he's gotten taller. Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. You know, it's the tricky. Thing. I don't know how Carl does it. You know, Carl's got the longer hair, but it doesn't look like he's aged that much. Yeah. You know, so that that was always a tricky thing is like, how are they going to do it? I guess if you go back and watch the first season, first episode, you know, Carl will probably look a lot younger. But, you know, maybe because we're getting in slow bursts and, you know, there's time between the seasons. So we don't maybe notice all the changes so much, you know, like how much he's aged. So, yeah, we got to see why Morgan is on his his um past. Not he's not really pacifist. He's a, he's a pacifist. You know, he'll knock you upside the head with. Well, you deserve it, <laughs> man. That episode, that poor goat, that poor Eastman, and that that yeah, that guy. Uh, it's all Morgan's fault. Yeah, you were supposed to be here. We were supposed to do it here. But that was I really liked how they just really gave us a great idea into what's happened to Morgan. Ooh, an email. They're running a little behind. Okay, sorry. That has nothing to do with the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can go a little bit longer, Tony. But it really does develop, you know, because he comes because Morgan's gone through such like insane changes since we've seen him. And we've and technically we've just seen him in three different phases. We saw him at first where he's dealing with the zombie apocalypse, the Walker apocalypse, whatever you want to call it. And he has his son, but his wife is like still around, but a zombie, but outside. And then we see him later on where his son is dead and he's lost his mind. And then there's this pacifist. Morgan. So it's kind of nice to get that, you know, transition that we, I know it's only one episode that we get to see it, but it worked out really, really well. Yeah. I, I, I still kind of work, you know, when his, like, we, we got to see some, some fallout where, you know, the, the, the guys that invaded the town mm-hmm. and then, you know, he's like letting them go. He's like, you get, I get out of here. You know, they have guns. They're going to kill you. And it's like, dude, they're just going to come back. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Sometimes you got to kill the jerks. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really bad, by the way. <laughs> or, or, you know, the other thing is like if, you know, he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of other people that, that will will do it. Carol yeah. do it. <laughs> She'll kill anyone. Uh, so we'll have to see. The other thing is, uh, uh, what's his name? Glenn. 
Mm-hmm. Not on the credits. Yeah. Oh well. He's still have a, he's still going to be in another episode. Flashback. Maybe they've been we, doing plenty of flashbacks this season. Oh, it's actually getting kind of annoying. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some more black and white stuff. <coughs> oh, I swelled spit the wrong way. Is there a right way to swallow spit? Yeah. Not down your lungs. Okay. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens. I forget, I forget what happened. What they showed in the, the scene. The weird thing about the show is like it. You know, it seems like it. It's over because it's always like over an hour, like just mm-hmm. barely over an hour. So it's like it ends. And then you get Chris Hardwood coming in like, oh, Talking Dead. We got this people like, oh, that was really bad. And 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 then, you know, then commercials. And then you're like, wait, it's not over yet. Yeah. So, you know, I wonder how how many people like missed that last bit. Or, you know, they, they got to know by now that, you know, yeah. there's, there's going to be more. But it's like they, they always show that little bit extra. I don't even remember how it, how it ended with that. I, I guess next next episode we're going to see that, the, that lady. I, I don't know anyone's name. That, the, the mom. Yeah, I know. The, the, she went the, off on that. That was that one killer, like defending her home, the uh, the last time when they were getting attacked. So I think I think they showed something about her for next week. I don't know. So I I think uh, it's it's hard to say how this season is going so far because it's since we've been jumping around every you know everywhere. We still need to yeah. find out you know what happened to Glenn. What what's going to happen with Rick? You know with with his his hand and. Yeah, I'm a little curious about that. I don't know if they're going to go for the whole cut off his hand thing. Because if you looked at Evil Dead, um, <clears throat> Ashburn's Evil Dead, there's a few scenes where it's like, yep, he's got a uh, like a, a, glue, a blue or a green glove on. Like, it's very obvious that there's – I know Walking Dead's budget isn't huge. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm yeah. rambling. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to make things, you know, trickier, harder. But then, you know, if he does wear – I guess he wouldn't wear a glove. You know, would he be able to find a prosthetic? Or maybe it was just a tease for people reading the comics. Yeah, but you know, you have to wonder, like, because we don't really know all the physics or science about how how it works. You know, it's it's like one simple bite, and you're done. You know, so yeah. if that's thing is is it because they're breaking the skin and then like spit is going in? You know, like no or, idea. And and do zombies still have spit? You know. Do, because, you know, think about it, like, if you don't, you know, drink any water or anything, you know, your throat gets dry and, you know, can you create saliva? Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're not really eating or drinking at times. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird how it all works. And I think, I still think it's weird that it's only, well, I guess it's not really weird, but that it's only affecting humans and, you know, we don't have any zombie animals. Yeah. We, we, we talked about this before. Because, like, in some, some things, you know, there have been zombie animals. Zombie rats or birds. Not stuff. in Walking Dead, though. Yeah. So it obviously has something to do with the human DNA, yeah. which separates them. Let's see. So, yeah, Walking... I think I think it's... I, I say, again, I, I think it's the season's off to a good start, but it's just weird how it's so disjointed in a way. Because that, that first episode was just bouncing back and forth. And then, you know, and like this this episode had nothing, you know, it just totally jumps back. So, we're you know, we're totally left hanging with what happened mm-hmm. to Glenn. We'll find out maybe next week or not. Yeah, or people listening may already know since if they've don't they tell it. us right now. Yeah, hopefully we watch it already. Oh, I have to. I got to review it. And then we have Gotham. Yay. Rise of the, of the villains. Got rise of the eh, whatever. Oh, uh, we are we we're back to season one mediocrity. I what are what's what's the general consensus from people? I mean. 
because I, I know in with the the first season, you know, people were, were kind of jumping on your back if, if you didn't like. Oh, I, it's such a polarizing show. I got to go, though. OK, I'll, I'll uh, call you back in a few. <laughs> All right. So we, we had a little pause there. Um, Matt had to do an, an interview. So we were talking about Gotham and just how wacky and crazy Gotham is. But the thing, but the, what you said right before we went, before yeah, I, I went to go do an interview. Oh, I do. I mean, yeah, you said, I believe, uh, what's the general consensus for the show? And I kind of said, like, it's polarizing because there are people that love Gotham and there's people that that hate it. You know, with the blazing fury of a million suns. Uh, what <clears throat> for me, like I, I thought this season, because we haven't talked about this season. I, you know, the Jerome stuff was phenomenal. I, if he's Joker or not, I mean, he's not now because he's dead. But I, I didn't care because th- that kid really embraced that character so well and gave it such great life. But as soon as that character died, I felt like I, I lost a lot of what. I loved about season two already. Yeah. It's like they're building up all the stuff and then like, eh, that's it. And, and, and Theo Gallivan was like a great character stuff with like, he released, you know, all these people from, from Arkham. He has his own team, like the maniacs, which is a terrible name, but I, I liked it. And now he's just, you know, Falcone or Maroney 2.0. Yeah. I don't care for him. I do used to, it's just, I've lost this, this episode felt, uh, so much, even the, the two firefly episodes were great too. I'd want to, I want to point out or fire bug, whatever they called her. The, those were great, but <clears throat> this episode just felt like it was uh, such a rehashed, like thing from season one. I, I mean, we do have a great, just fantastic ending to the episode with all these fake penguins coming in, you know, to the election party and shooting people up. There's a lot of death in this season, but all in all, it was just such a <clears throat> middle of the road, not exciting. I think I tweeted something out that said like a commercial was holding my attention better than Gotham. And it was true because I just the, the Edward Nigma stuff was really good. We're seeing some we're seeing him become, you know, eventually what's going to be the villain. That's the Riddler. Uh, Selena Kyle's actually I really like her her role role in the show she's kind of stepping into her own with silver st cloud i hate silver st oh cloud. there's so much tension there it's you're, you're loving it i hate no i hate it i hate her as a character because it's just so like that girl I don't is know. so evil for so young it's like but i guess you know she's whatever hanging around i hate the character i i and it's not like because I'm, it's not like a heel thing where i'm supposed to hate the character i just legitimately hate the character it's just but that they 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 showed it again with the the scenes when Alfred smacks Selena. Oh yeah, oh, man! Yeah. He just he he hit her so hard. It's a good he smack. Reach back. It's like this is a, a one. It's a girl. One. It's a kid. Yeah. Come on, Alfred. Okay. <laughs> like, you don't mess around. Jeez. So yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. And and you know, as we mentioned before, you just have to. This is not Batman. And, you know, I know we've complained about, you know, different or I've complained about different things. Whatever. I think I complained about it at first. Now I'm kind of on board with like, well, whatever happens, happens. I mean, I I, I mentioned the, the age thing and, uh, you know, whatever. But so, yeah, you just take it as it's it's inspired by it. It's based on what, you know, it's its, its own separate thing. You know, there's already been a lot of contradictions with what is supposed to happen or could happen. But. But it's just so nutty. It's, it's like when Zaz is when you know Gordon and Bullock are, you know, they're in in that that play, and then 
all these guys, they're the cops. Oh, these villains are just threatening them. So they, they could walk out, you know, and who cares about the law? And, and then they just shoot them. And then, of, of course, no one gets gets hit when they just blast away with those big guns. But it, it's 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 a goofy show. So I'm still watching. It's goofy. I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I was just really disappointed with this week's episode. I'm not excited to watch the upcoming week's episode because it's Monday Night Football with the Bears. I am enjoying Gotham more than Heroes Reborn. I um, still haven't watched it. I've heard nothing but awful things. I know. I mean, I'm I'm trying to go in the calendar and in order, and that's on Thursdays, I think. Um, I'm I'm a few episodes behind. I'm kind of watching it in the background. I, I'm I'm vaguely interested because you know you got um, HRG. I think that's was his name, the the glasses guy. Yeah, uh, and just little bits of it, but. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, it's like I want it to be good, and I, I've said that from like when the first trailers came out. But it, it's not horrible, I think I can say. But um, there's a, a lot of times where I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm working as I watch, so you know, I get distracted and look up, like, wait, what's going on? And um, but I, I think Gotham holds my interest more just because it's so wacky and and all that. But then we had the second episode of Supergirl, <clears throat> which I. Sadly, did not. It's I didn't get a chance to watch it, and it wasn't because like I'm not interested. Because I liked the first episode, which we talked about on the Confine podcast last week. Yeah, uh, I, I or two weeks ago, technically, I, I really liked the first episode. I that was the one show I just did not get around to watch, and it sucks because um, I yeah. want to see it. Yeah, so it, it's I mean it's it's good. There there is a a couple points where it's still you know girls need to try. You know they need to work. You know, twice as hard as men do in order to prove themselves, you know, because society and, you know, so you, you get a little bit of that. Um, you get kind of a lot of it, but I'm OK with yeah, it. Yeah. So it's, it's like that. That's <laughs> fine. But, you know, what was nice about the show and, you know, Supergirl, she's she's still learning. You know, she's got all these powers. She's had them. But she hasn't used them. But it's not like, oh, I'm a hero now. You know, she's making mistakes. And and, you know, we've talked about that with like certain comic books where, you know, you 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 see that that learning process. So mm-hmm. there's something that it's a little more you can relate a little little bit, a little better. So, you know, we, we see some of that. So that that's a fun part. And just the thing, you know, Melissa Benoit says she's just so I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, she's just so like positive or so, you know, you, you see her like embracing the role. Yeah. And. It, it's weird compared to some of the other shows that are just so dark. Like, you know, you compare Supergirl to Gotham, you know, they're on the same time, same night, and they're just completely different, you know, just the tones yeah. and everything. So it's, I, I know some people are like, like oh, I don't like this, but I, that's what I, I do like, that it is different. It's different from The Flash, because even The Flash gets a little dark, you know, with people dying left and right and all this and mm-hmm. killing themselves, shooting themselves in the, the groin or not. And and an Arrow, of, you know, of course, has been very dark, and they, they've tried getting a little lighter but there's still you know elements in that so it's it's nice that supergirl is just different you know i don't want you know five shows 10 shows that are all exactly the same thing you know even if they're all great you know i i it's it's nice to have a show that's a little brighter you know what i one of the things i thought was interesting is is supergirl has a confrontation with her aunt already you know it's only the second episode i thought this is something they were gonna kind of draw out a little more mm-hmm. so you you get that um, Helgramite. Do you know much about Helgramite from the comics? He's a he's a a bug alien. Well, see, I didn't think he was an alien. 
in the comic. Maybe just a maybe just a bug meta human. Yeah, where he's just like I think because I, I I remember him from you know in Superman comics and stuff like that, and I never really cared too much for the character. So I you know I looked at his wiki page again, and I think he was like some scientist biologist something and larva and mutated meta whatever. Mm-hmm. But here he's an alien, so it's like, all right, okay, um, you know that that solves that problem. And then it's the only thing is there's a we see a little twist with Hank Henshaw at the end. So I will leave you with that tease since you don't know what it is yet. Nope, I will maybe later today if I have time. Because you know we've um, you know if you've read the comics, you know who Hank Henshaw is, uh, and so the question is like what. Well, what are they going to do in the show? Because obviously things are different. You know, he's he's in, in the DEO, which you know, he, I don't think he ever was in the comics. Um, what's What's interesting? Some casting news with Supergirl is Emma Caulfield, who was in uh, I believe Buffy. Mm-hmm. She's going to be playing Cameron Chase, who in the comics, you know, she was in charge of DEO. She was, I, I yeah. know, yeah, she's especially like in a Batwoman. She was. And the New Fifty Two Batwoman, she big role there. But you know, before um, she was in other other series. But she's going to be an FBI agent and not part of the DEO. So, be interesting to see what what, what they they do there. Um, then we had the Flash, Harrison Harry, Cisco calls him Earth Two Harrison Wells. This was a great episode if you want to see a back and forth between Cisco and someone else. <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, more and more, it's it's like Cisco just he, he cracks me up, and you know my my daughter and I when we watch, you know, we just he, he's just he's such a goof, mm-hmm. everything. Uh, but this, this was uh, this season continues to be awesome. We we get to see Doctor Light. There's a huge revelation with who Doctor Light actually is, which completely makes sense in the <clears throat> um. Blah blah makes sense there. <laughs> makes sense within the context of the story. Are we spoiling things? Yeah, we're we're totally. I mean, that's okay. what we told people because you know they have a, like a week buffer, so yeah, okay, they, they okay. hopefully you know had a chance to watch. Uh, so it turns out that it's not uh, Hiro Hishoi. It's Kimoya. I can't pronounce her name. It's not that Doctor Light. It's actually Linda Park, and Linda Park is you know from Earth Two, not Linda Park from Earth One. Uh, so. It, it stops Barry in his tracks. You know, if Barry was just up against a doctor like that, he didn't know he wouldn't, you know, seeing Linda Park unmasked wouldn't stop him. It, you know, it'd just be like, OK, I'm just going to stop you, bad guy. But, you know, because he had a relationship with her in the past, it's kind of, whoa, you know, what do I do here? So I, I really like that. And we're <clears throat> it's getting back to the main story of Zoom sending in. Uh, metahumans to attack Barry and their Harrison Wells is back, but it's Harrison Wells earth Two, who is a huge jerk, which I kind of love. Like, I love that. He's so different from the earth one character. I, there's still a part of me that thinks he's totally earth one Harrison Wells. You know, I, I can't, I can't drop that. I just, it's hard for me to do. Well, I mean, cause the, the, the question of where is earth one Harrison Wells? The dead. Because that, that, you know, there's still a whole thing. And again, we're we're going down the rabbit hole or whatever. Because if Eddie killed himself, Eobod can't be born, or whatever. So, but then that means he couldn't go back in time, and he couldn't kill the Earth One Harrison Wells. That but, also means it can't be dual or di- a different timeline. Because if 
Eddie killed himself, then Harrison Wells wasn't dead. Yeah, so so that means Harrison Wells, Earth One Harrison Wells should still be around. But then the question is, how could Barry and and the reactor have have happened? If he's well, here's a now, now that I'm actually like kind of really thinking about it, like he's alive. And the reason I say he's alive is because we've already studied or gone through in uh, season one, uh, you know, a different timeline that no longer exists. So everything got changed. But, but, but Harrison Wells also confessed to killing Barry's mom. But yeah, if 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 Eddie killed himself, Eobod couldn't have gone back and killed Barry's mom. So Barry's Everybody's mom should all- still be alive and Barry shouldn't be the Flash. There should be no metahumans. I'm going to go a different timeline. Eddie's the only person dead. So it's well, just, and, it's, and Barry's mom, obviously. So, so it's like, did Eddie even accomplish anything by killing no, himself? No, he didn't. He was, a, he, he was he, a, a martyr and it did nothing. But but Eobod still, Her, Eobod Harrison still disappeared or died. Yeah, he, uh, but he used his flash power, his speed force powers to disappear to make it look like he was gone. But he's really still alive. So you, you think this... Harrison is really. I don't know. This, see, that's the thing. I think there. What I'd like to see in this show, which I think would be really cool, is two Harrison Wells. Because yeah, well, you, I'm sorry, Harrison Wells, and then Eobod in Harrison Wells' body. Yeah. Well, I guess we can call Earth Two Harry, like yeah. what they were doing, um, and then Harrison is is Eobod. But then that's the thing. Whereas regular, is there a regular Earth One non Eobod Harrison Wells? He's dead. Um, but he. he Eobod didn't go back in time to kill him. No, he did. Because yeah, but no, he, he it still it still happened. But that it, it still one hundred percent happened. And then there's a stuff you know because we saw the Earth two Harrison Wells and you know the stuff he did and making the scanner and not getting along with Jay Garrick and so and then next week uh, it looks like Zoom is is popping up. I have a feeling that this whole storyline with Zoom is going to end real a lot quicker than we think, and it's going to move on to something else. They, they, I've noticed a lot of these shows, you know, like you know, mentioning Supergirl and and F- even like Flash with like Iris finding out right away, you know, getting rid of of Reverse Flash, you know, all, all this. It's like they're really going forward, which is great. Part of me, it's it's almost like, are they afraid that you know the superhero bubble is going to burst and. You know, the show's going to end, or are they just are they just so confident and have so many stories that they're just like, let's just go? Because even like Agents of Shield, which we'll talk about next, I mean, they're you know jam packed. They're really drawing out stuff. I mean, not in a bad way, drawing out on Agents of Shield. No, but I, th- they're I think they're, out. they're they're I think they're they're going kind of fast. Well, which we can get to in just a sec. But uh, I mean, it's, I think we're living in a time, television wise, where stories take place over an entire season. Whether you look at something like. You know, True Detective. I, I mean, the best example is Breaking Bad, where a whole season is a story. Now, there's smaller stories within each episode, but I think, and this is just, I'm completely assuming here and, and just, you know, kind of making uh, a, a observation based on news and rumors that have come out. I think within the next two or three episodes, this Zoom story is going to end and it's going to go back to Grodd. Uh, he's supposed to be back. And, and aside from Grodd, I think we're going to see Caitlin go, turn into Killer Frost because in this in this episode of the, uh, last week, Cisco finally or Harrison out Cisco is you know having metahuman powers. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to slowly start to become vibe. I don't think we'll see him on the streets. I think he'll still be at Star Labs, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to really embrace his metahuman powers 
I don't know how Caitlyn's going to get her powers, but we also have Firestorm. There's a lot I, going on. I don't, I don't think Caitlyn's necessarily going to get her powers. I'm, I'm saying she's not. I'm thinking well, when she, she said she's going to become Killer Frost. It just I, I think that's going to be Earth too, Caitlyn. Do you? I do. There's also the crossover coming up with Arrow. Yeah, I think it's going to be Earth two, Caitlyn. Just like you know, we we saw Earth Earth two, Linda Park. Uh, because one, it, it would in in some ways it would make sense that Caitlyn would have powers too because she was there and exposed or whatever. But it, it's like you know. Barry has powers. Vibe ha- or Cisco has powers. Caitlin has powers. You know, it's like everyone has powers at Star Labs, and it it, it would be interesting because Caitlin, you know, she hasn't needed any powers, and yeah. you know, she she's proven how important she is to Team Flash or whatever, and you know, so she doesn't need powers. And then you know, are they gonna make? How are they gonna make her villain? You know, why would she become a villain? You know, I I could see if if she was upset over you know Ronnie being killed or sacrificed or all that. So I, I, I think that when we saw that glimpse of her in the, the last episode of the first season, that it was just an Earth 2 or other timeline thing and that yeah. that's going to happen. That's my theory. I could be totally wrong because um, can't, can't they also check if, you know, or like when they were doing the, the, the Firestorm episode, they're, they're checking to see. I don't know if there's a way to check if there's like a metahuman gene or not. Maybe there's not. But I would, uh, Well, Harrison Wells does have the... The scanner. Watch the scan. Yeah, which Caitlin didn't show up on. So may- maybe it is to Earth 2. I don't know. I'd rather have it be Earth 1. I kind of want it to be Earth 1, Caitlin, that just like, because she says in this past episode, you know, we're not just going to get powers and become bad guys. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, yes, you will. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I, what I, I want to happen. I would it's not. I, would, I don't want her to become a villain. I do. Because she's where we differ. Okay. So put in your comment in the comments below. Should Caitlin become a villain? Or should she stay, uh, you know, good? Because then, you know, if she becomes a villain, it's not like, you know, she she's probably won't appear every episode. And, you know, you already have Captain Cold. You know, you already have a cold villain. Well, they're, he's leaving. He's uh, not going to be on Flash much longer. I don't necessarily think he's, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be in all episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. Because, you know, is he a series regular or is he just going to pop in and out? I think he's a series regular. Because just like, you know, we saw in the trailer, like, you know, Flash and Arrow. Oh, we also got Kendra Saunders in this episode and her and Cisco go on a date. Yeah. Oh, by the way, okay, this is another. I know we're getting really heavily into Flash, but I really love this show more than I think any other show. So we have the date between Barry and Patty, which is the cheesy, most awkward CW thing I've seen on the show in years. And I loved it. Like, it was just such a kind of weird, cute, fun thing. I feel really weird being super into that because my wife came in. She's like, this show sucks. She <laughs> hates that stuff. <laughs> she doesn't like superheroes. Uh, we are polar opposites. But yeah, she every time I had to watch uh, Flash, she's just like, you're reviewing Flash? I'm, so I'm like, yeah, I got to review Flash. Like, I'm going to go to bed. That show's stupid. I'm like, all right. <laughs> She'll watch Walking Dead with me, though. Hmm. She hated Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, man. Hated it. Uh, I, yeah, I, my wife's I, a badass. She doesn't like cheesy things. Yeah. Um, there, so there was also pictures of Zoom that that were released. That's but that's also polarizing. People are uh, either loving it or hating it. I kind of love it. Yeah, so that, that it's interesting. Um, I, I didn't mention there was episodes of Livewire in episode five of Supergirl. So those have have come. Awesome! Out. I love Livewire. So you can see that. 
Um, so Agents of Shield. Did you watch? I watched last week's episode, which okay. was one of my favorite episodes of that show. Period. And then I watched this week's episode, and I didn't really finish. You know, one through three or one through four. Mm-hmm. So ah, I enjoyed it, but I was super confused. Okay, so you know who lashes now. Yeah, I knew I knew from reading about the show from, you know, from the gear reviews and stuff. I knew like Lash is an inhuman that's been killing people. And it's just kind of like he's been killing inhumans, been killing inhumans. And I and, I, and there it's like and this episode, they kind of tell you, well, he can change into a human. That's why he's just not out as Lash everywhere. Yeah, that happened a couple episodes because they were attacked. Okay. And then Daisy didn't get attacked. So then she's like, well, why wouldn't he kill you know, me. And then as you know, that the, they were in a, in a truck, they're transporting someone. And then the you know, truck was overturned. And then, you know, as she looks up, you know, she sees the shadow. That's where she saw him change. So, you know, she figured there was something wrong. And then that's the whole story came out. Like, well, maybe it's someone in the ACTU, the, the government, this other agency capturing inhumans. Um, Cause you know, that's how they knew the route that the truck was taking and all this. So they're, so we got we got that that funny scene. I mean, Hunter, <laughs> that guy cracks me up. Um, Nick Blood, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because he got pulled off the Ward case because he almost got Andrew killed. So, uh, yeah, then we we find out who lashes, which I guess we can talk about it, right? Because we're spoiling I, I, everything. I else. don't know. I don't know who that guy is. Well, that that's that's May's ex. At the end of season two, they went off together because they they were married, but then they're you know estranged or whatever. And and then after the her whole thing when she became to Calvary, you know she was just like distant and everything. And so at the end of season two, it looked like they were gonna get back together. And when they were off, he ended up leaving her. And then you know and then May didn't return to Shield. So then they they were all figuring that she left him because you know she's almost like a robot and all that but he ended up leaving her and it's probably because he's you know he's too busy killing inhumans mm-hmm. so he is like this the, the the consultant for shield he's like a psychologist or whatever and you know analyzes everyone and all these inhumans and so you know he's been like a real friend to all of them and now we find out that he's not so nice so that that's the thing is like one revealing who he is and having them find out that seems like they're just like zipping, you know, along with this storyline. Cause that, that's something that they could have drawn out longer. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, that was interesting that, that they did that. And that was also, that was uh, the 50th episode. Of, wow. Of the show. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, then we had arrow. Oh, thank God. This, uh, this episode came cause I was, Waiting so long for it. Uh, I, I was I was a little mixed on how I, I felt about the show. I I, I really like the idea of, of Sarah Lance returning and you know coming back from the dead. Or, yeah, you know, she you know. has to. Um, I, I I like her the way she was written better than Laurel as Black Canary, and it's just mm-hmm. you know, and and plus the fact that you know she she trained with the League of Assassins, you know, so she's you know she 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 knows what she's doing. Um, yeah, with with um, with with Laurel, it's a you know she she did a little bit of training with uh, Wildcat, Ted Grant. Yes, and 
And so it's, it's almost like, you know, she's, she's still in over her head because she hasn't done all the crazy training with everyone. Unless I miss them. I'm trying to think if she did like other training after that. So I, I, I like the, I like the, the Sarah character. Um, so yeah, she went through the Lazarus pit. She's dead for like a year, you know, so it was like crazy. She came back, has no soul. And, and then with the way they described it with, um, Thea, who was wounded and went through to the Lazarus pit, you know, and she has this bloodlust and I guess the only way you can satisfy the bloodlust is by killing the person responsible. And so with, with Thea, the person responsible for her is Rachel Ghoul, who is dead. So she can't stop the, her bloodlust. You know, there, there's no way to, to get closure on that. But with, with Sarah, the person who killed her was Thea because Thea was brainwashed by Malcolm <laughs> to do that. So that's why you know, she's tracking her down, trying to kill her. And um, so then, they, then when they finally get her, then they're like, her soul's not there. Let's bring in Constantine. And I got to say, you know, I, I like the Constantine show. There, there's parts of it that, you know, were a little cheesy, didn't quite work. Um, uh, it all worked, Tony. <clears throat> but seeing him back, like, even though the, I do not like the flashbacks this, this season, I'm like waiting to see where they go. I'm so tired. Okay. I, so I watched the first season, second season. I skipped the third season because I was done. And now this is the fourth season. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, well, at least we'll be done with the island stuff because that's been for four years. That's, you know, that happened the first two years. You don't need that anymore. And it opens up with the island. I'm yeah. like, come on. Get yeah, it was, it was the first episode. He had to come back for some reason. Um, oh, I'm Amanda so Waller, the island. Yeah, she wants him to go back. And there's these other drug dealers there. And there's all these locals. Which were these people there before when, when Ollie was there? I don't remember. And they're being slave labor and all this. But seeing Constantine back, I mean, it made me, it's like, oh man, I missed that show. And I, I thought it really worked, like emerging or putting him into this Arrow universe. Uh-huh. I, th- I thought it, it was a little cheesy, but it, it just, it, it worked. I bought it. And it not that I'd want to see him on the show like all the time, because that wouldn't really work. But uh-huh. man, I, I would, I, I would almost take, uh, you know, Constantine on, on CW. I, I would too after seeing that. Um, and then, but the only, my only problem with the show, so it's like, okay, we need to get get her her soul back. I'm gonna do this spell, blah, blah, blah. and then it's like, boom, that's it, cured. It's like it wasn't even a struggle. It's like, okay, so uh, Ollie and Laurel have to go into this nether realm to free her soul. That was so super rushed. And yeah, it was just like it's like, oh, she's in this this hot tub, being grabbed by a couple people. Just yeah, you know, I gotta do is pull her out. That's it. And then, then she's fine. So it, and at, at the same time, you know, I, I, we don't necessarily need to see this go on forever and ever, but it just felt way too easy. So it's almost like, so we, you can like bring back anyone. If you have a Lazarus pit, doesn't matter how long they were dead. I can do is put them in there and then just do the spell, go in another realm or hell or whatever, and just pull them out. Because it wasn't in the comics. You can't be like, Dead, dead, right? I think so. Yeah, and there's. Or you have to be like very, very, very like like you just died a second ago or something. I I think there is also the risk every time you went in, you could like lose your lose your mind. Yeah, and so that's why like Rachel Ghoul, he was old because he's not going to go in it like every every two weeks or whatever. You know, he's Mm going to go, you know, put it off as long as he could. So yeah, I mean they're 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 changing things a little bit. I don't I don't know what the limits if they've ever been stated in the comics or, or this. And 
So yeah, but I mean, it, it it just felt like it was rushed. It's like one, we need to get you know the Sarah Lance character back so she can be in on Legends of Tomorrow, and we want to do something with Constantine just to appease the fans and and you know. So. He's he stole the show, man. He stole that episode. Yeah, like every Matt Ryan is so good as that character. I. It, it just it bums me out because <clears throat> originally I think it was just a one-time deal for Constantine to be on Arrow. I really want him in the CW verse. Like he would, I don't know how he'd work on Flash because that's more meta humans. It's not. There's no real mystical anything. But same thing with Arrow. Although Damian Dark's mystical. Yeah. But he'd he'd work on Flat on Arrow again because he does mention that there is a past between him and yeah. Damian Dark. Yeah, he knew who he was. He's like, oh, stay away from him. So, you know, I I know I at some point said like, I, you know, I'll take Constantine anywhere, but CW, I felt like they, and this is like all Berlanti and, uh, Kreisberg, Kreisberg. But if, if they did a Constantine show on there, I would a hundred percent be in if, you know, they, I think they really reined that in really, really well. Yeah. So yeah, my, my disappointment is just, I guess, uh, cause I want more and if it, it felt rushed, but at it the same does time, feel rushed, but we got it. Yeah, you know, it, it wouldn't, it would, you couldn't really draw it out. So, um, and then I guess that's it for the, the TV shows. Is it? Um, yeah. I didn't watch American Horror yet, guys. Sorry. Um, Ray Palmer, I think, is going to be back in episode six. So I kind of called it. <laughs> you mean Iron Man? When um, when Felicity was getting these, these strange, like, her phone was, was acting up or something like that. So I was like, well, Ray Palmer in the comics used to travel through the phone. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, I guess it'd be a little different with... You know, smartphones and digital lines, whatever, and and all that, and then because I, I I didn't really state that in the when I reviewed that episode, but I mentioned the comments. So I was like, whoa, I didn't even think about that, and it's so yeah. So we find out that he's gonna be back, and we saw it's not really a spoiler because it was in the previews. Looks like Damien somehow has a hold of a little tiny Ant Man. I mean, Palmer Adam. Right, yeah, Adam. Whatever you want. To call I might start. I might get, get back on Arrow just to try to get catch, caught up. I almost said catched up. Ugh. Yeah, I. So I haven't been reviewing it. I. I almost was going to do this one, but you were doing um the the write up or the developments or whatever thoughts impressions. Yeah. Um. I just don't know because I always thought people on on Comic Vine, I will say, and, and the commenters on Comic Vine, I thought they loved Arrow. Like that, you know, they were upset that we weren't reviewing it anymore. And then when I was reviewing it, people were like, oh, man, this show is oh, it's gotten so bad. And I was like, really? It's like, I thought you guys loved this show. And people turn so quickly. Mm-hmm. So um, and then the, the last couple of reviews, it's like, you know, again, we, we just talk about views and, and trying to balance our time and you know keep our sanity and all that. And <laughs> What's sanity? <clears throat> so like the Arrow reviews haven't been doing that great. And because it used to be like Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. reviews didn't do that great, but they're, they're doing really well now. And I know you're also seeing people have, have really come around because they're liking where the show's going now. It's Agents of Shield and Flash, and Walking Dead's been this week didn't do good, but it's Walking Dead's been good. And I think Gotham has not been doing good. Um, Ash did really well, but that was just the first episode, so we'll see how the second one does. And then Supergirl did well. Um, so yeah, there, there's 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 a lot. Uh, I might be skipping Gotham this week. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, the Preacher trailer came out. It wasn't. You know, this is the thing that I I know that the idea of talking about people complaining is really annoying. But the amount of people that said like AMC ruined preacher based off of a one minute like 
kind of like uh, sizzle reel almost of, you know, a scene of Dominic Cooper as preacher talking to a kid and then a couple of fights. And then we got to see Cassidy, too. Uh, that that trailer offered almost. Uh, I'm still very hopeful. I, I, you know, I'm hopeful for any new show that's based on a comic. I, I don't see anything in that trailer that, that makes it look like it's going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it was, there wasn't really much to go on. I thought, so I was like, I have no, no real opinion based off of that trailer. I'm excited. I mean, you could be excited or not excited for a show, but you know, already saying that it's ruined the comic. It's so it's so impossible to tell. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, which is not comic related, but Miguel Fur mm-hmm. is going to be returning to Twin Peaks as Agent Rosenfield. Wait, is Lynch back on it? Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, no, they, they, no. They straighten things out. Yeah, he's, he's back. <laughs> so it's still going. It's 2017 now. But it, it, it is okay. happening. He's 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 back on. They. They figured out whatever they had to do to, to make it happen. Tony, I want to talk about a show that my wife and I love, and it's not Empire. I'm not going to mention Empire. <laughs> I do love Empire. Uh, I don't know if you're caught up on this, but have you been watching The Leftovers on HBO? Nope. I have not seen a single. Best show on television, hands down. Uh, here's here's the quick synopsis. This would be for first season, so it's on second season now. But uh, it's something like... 10 million, I don't know the exact number, but a certain amount of million of people just disappear from Earth. Because of the rapture. Essentially, that's what some people think it is. It's the rapture. They, uh, and the world kind of just gets a little weird. So like, this this is the one with Nicolas Cage being a pilot, right? No, that's left behind. Is that that's, not, that's not left behind with Kirk Cameron. <laughs> no, because there's nothing, there's nothing religious about what happens. It's just people disappear. That's it. There's no explanation. You never get an explanation of where they went. I'm in the second season now. It's about like how society breaks down after something unexplainable happens to them. Like uh, so, there's cults that pop up. So, a lot of people get very, very religious. So there's a lot of different religious sects that pop up. You know, people want answers but can't find answers. It's and it's a show where at the end of every episode, my wife and I look at each other and we just say, "What the f just happened." But it's I mean, it's done so so well. Justin Thoreau was the main actor in it. Uh, it's just such a like. I if, if anything, watched Leftovers. Leftovers has made me love television. Like just HBO hasn't been doing anything incredibly great recently, <laughs> except for maybe the Jinx. Uh, but the Leftovers is by far my favorite thing on television. Well, one thing I'm excited about, I think it's going to be on HBO, uh, is The Warlord Chronicles uh, by Bernard Cornwell. Uh-huh. Um, I have no idea. They've just like made a deal, so it, this could be a okay. long time. But it's, it's 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 basically a King Arthur, and it was as a trilogy of books. Uh-huh. And Bernard Cornwell, if if you're familiar with it, this guy, man, he he can write like historical fiction like no one else. I mean, this this guy is, is amazing. So I never read like Mist of Avalon or any of those because like I, I was always curious. But so I I just read these um his his King Arthur books, and they're just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I remember just because my, my wife started reading it and then I just like got into it. So they're really good. And then he, he did some other stories like in, in you know different eras. And, and he, I know he did one with Stonehenge. Which I didn't read that because I think that one w- my, maybe was a little too heavy. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about that whenever that'll come. But um, we're about out of time for this. I think we're going to wrap this up. Do you have one email? 
Okay. From um, Ken Diggs on Comic Vine. He actually sent us the. This was uh, sent on October 9th. Um, he says, "Bring back Supermassive." I know we've had a couple emails since we've been kind of toying with the idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he says, "Wait, October 9th? That's a month ago." Oh, because somehow I missed this email, and then he resent it um, on October 30th. So somehow, I, I, yeah, it just didn't happen. Um, yeah, he says, hopefully this email gets to you possible shortened. We, we didn't do New York um, one, but he said, would keeping Supermassive in the same feed mean it will have its own day and time slot? So, uh, yeah. I So, like, like I said, I think I'm going to keep this. We're going to try it out in a regular Comic Vine feed to see if, you know, people. Because the main thing is if people are listening to this compared mm-hmm. to um, the other one. Um, yeah, it'll be a different day, and that I think just, we should go Monday mornings. Maybe yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we can do that because we'll talk Friday and Monday. I don't know if that's too close, but they're kind of related since we're gonna cut some of the TV stuff out of the regular. We'll still talk about some of it. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll figure out um, what day it comes. So it'll be a different different day. Um, would you be adding Supermass content to the existing weekly podcast? Either way, we just want to know how much we I've enjoyed it all. Um, I think we're gonna cut out all the TV stuff from the. I don't know about that. Well, again, we can line. we can talk about that, except for the biggest stuff. Yeah, um, hearing from you guys and not. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Also, hearing special guests from time to time have been extra helpful in getting into material I normally wouldn't. For example, after listening to Karari, um psyched me up to get his Iron Fist book, which I think is amazing. I could also go on. But the other books you've pointed me to, i.e. stuff from Buchelado and Williamson. So I say, bring back Supermassive, get more creators on a show, or just do weekly reviews and increasing number of comic-related TV shows material. Um, yeah, so that, that was the thing. With, with the, when we had the guests on, that was always great. But I think it was it, – some people were just really choosy. You know, if, if it was someone they didn't know or, or if it was uh, something they, about a book they weren't interested in, Mm-hmm. then maybe they were choosing not to listen versus I'm going to listen and commit every week. So, so that's the other thing. And also, cause then when we have creators on, then we, you know, we can't necessarily talk about the other stuff and, you know, it's like, are they current on the other stuff? Do they want to talk about the other stuff? And well, so. how, how about, how about this? If you guys are still listening, I mean, we're open, we're very, very open for suggestions, but I, I think when Tony, when you were on vacation, I did an interview with, I think Van Jensen and Robert Venditti. Mm-hmm. And I put, actually put that, into the regular comic vine podcast, but it was only 15 minutes long. So it's something where if you're not interested in that interview, it's something you could easily skip over yeah. and not like have the whole episode devoted to that. So maybe like offset, like uh, just a segment we do aside from a recording day thrown in. I, I think that'd yeah. be a kind of yeah. a cool idea and it doesn't take over the whole podcast. Yeah. So also if you want us to talk about shows that aren't comic book related. Yeah. So spread the word, listen to the show, get other people. Start sending in questions. You can send in emails, podcast at comicvine.com. There is uh, the Facebook page, which, you know, it, it's it's still there. Some people are checking it out. Um, and we'll, we'll keep doing this. Um, but next week we'll see because Matt's going to be out of town. Maybe I'll just do a quick run through of the week's show. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And... Um, I mean, I don't want to necessarily commit to like every week, you know, maybe we'll do every other week, but for the most part, every week we'll, we'll see. I know we should keep a consistent schedule cause that makes it easier for people. But, um, I, I think that, uh, I, this, I'm going back to like a couple sentences ago, but 
I might be able to do it Friday night. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. Oh, we're going to be like four hours apart from each other too. So uh, I don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. So this is just a test to see if you guys are want this show back or not. I love this show. So yes. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, well, we should be back um, in less than four months. So, so my question, my question is, is, could it be? We don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book best affected you most emotionally. Yeah. yeah. That's the question. Don't shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I, 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 I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two.